Hello and welcome back to the Forty True Podcast. I don't know if that's good in my intro. I don't know. I will see. We'll, we'll see how it is in the edit. Uh, I'm going to take over, right? <laughs> you had your moment. I had my moment in the sun. So first, Barra, we're going to get into the World Cup, World Cup starts. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow what we're filming is today, when this goes out. So tonight, Qatar v Ecuador will I be watching it? And, uh, I don't think so, to be honest. England, Iran might be the first one I'll pay into. Maybe so. Well, there yeah. has been rumours that if they win one, they'll, that Qatar are going to win one, they'll, because they paid off Ecuador. So, I mean, if I'm, if I'm a bit man, i do it. Maybe, maybe so. Anyway, enough. Right. Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh dear. CR7. Oh dear. You watched the interview now? I have seen bits of it, James. I didn't get to watch them full, but I've been eyeing Sky Sports while I've been talking about it. I mean, I, I looked at the full thing. To be honest with you, when I first heard it, I thought, wow, what a prick, right? <laughs> no need. But then when I listened to it, I was kind of like, I mean, fair play, fair play. Look, if he's unhappy, he's unhappy. I can understand it. Was everything he said fair? Maybe not. But at the same time, it's his point of view. Like he is—he was for a long time. I don't know about now, but he was the most valuable player in world football. It didn't matter what his signing fee was. At in his prime, he could have gone to any club and broke any transfer record. I think Ronaldo does that ten years ago. You're keeping him. He does that now, maybe not. Maybe he doesn't have the same pull. I don't see United keeping him because it's just giving them bad press. I've heard they're trying to sue him, which I think is a bit much. Now, that is much. Because at the same time... But they could really because he is seen as his own brand. Still, I kind of felt like what he said about the, what he said about the club, like not updating the technology was fair enough. Maybe he shouldn't have said Gary Neville's not his mate or whatever, but like... Look, Gary Lim's a grown man. He should be okay if he doesn't shake his head. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, just all this anger between the press and the players, it just... Well, it's maybe, all petty shit. I mean, that's very... Maybe if we look into bits he actually said, because what I did notice is he said that after he's... When his baby obviously lost the child earlier in the year. Yeah. And then in, before pre-season, it's one of his other child got sick. So he said he didn't want to go to pre-season. And what you're saying was, it seemed like he didn't believe it. Which, I mean, that's terrible if that's the At case. At the same time, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. That's not fair, like, yeah. of... I mean... It's really not fair on him. How can you say you don't believe him? As well, after that, I mean, after him basically coming back to United, I mean, even if he doesn't want to do pre-season, that's fair enough. But my question is, why would he lie about that? Yeah, Let's say it wasn't true. Why would he lie about that? I mean, that? we're after seeing how he's been. But clearly, he clearly he shares his emotions. I think because he, I mean, we seen after when he walked off at Tottenham, he did yeah. tell Eric Ten Hag to fuck off and then walked down the dressing He's not one to bite his tongue. No, he'll say what he's thinking, which I can respect out of a player. Like I can respect it from him, and definitely from him, he is in his eyes. He's seen the quality of football he's played for years, so obviously he's going to think I'm worth more than this and better than this because he could go to any club tomorrow morning and be a full time starter well he got offered 350 million I believe for two years in Saudi Arabia now that's very different I believe he'll want to stay playing high quality football he wants wants high quality football he doesn't want Saudi Arabian League Chinese League American League I think maybe he does need to take a different role as such be more of a link-up player because he doesn't have the pace anymore. But I suppose it's hard to see yourself from going. Okay, last year I scored 30, 32 goals in all competitions. Yeah. To this year, not getting played at all. That's what I don't understand. I understand it's a new style of football with Ten Hag, but at the same time, he gets the results. And obviously now he's not going to get results. He hasn't played enough football. He's not playing as much football now. It's going to be harder for him to get into it. But. When he's playing, and he's playing consistently, he's been good. I think they should have worked it around him, to be honest with you. Yeah. Now, for a while, I probably would have disagreed with you. But after seeing in the Europa League for United, when Ronaldo was starting, and they can link up around him, and they base it off of him, he's been very good. 
Everton had clearly said before that he wanted Ronaldo was in his plans. And then after maybe after preseason he somehow wasn't in his plans. I would have thought, you know, you've got a player like Ronaldo, you've got to introduce him even just because obviously this has happened now just before the break. That's gonna affect young players like Garanacho, Malassia. That's Garanacho's idol. As in how can you look at that and think, Oh my god, if he's not getting played, if my idol isn't getting played like what's going on here? How long am I going to last at this club if they won't even play the best player of all time? I feel like this interview, it didn't come out of nowhere. I'd imagine a lot was going on behind the scenes that led to him going. To I can imagine world. him requesting it, James, to be honest with you. Because it's he's been oppressed for a long time at United. He's not been able to speak his mind and fully be able to say what he wants to say. It's a one-on-one interview with just the camera, Pierce Morgan and Ronaldo. Not a big fan of Pierce Morgan. No, <laughs> I'm not a big fan either. I believe he would have manipulated Ronaldo into That's saying a lot of things. Part, personally, it felt like he pushed the He even, wants to push it down. when he said about Wayne Rooney, Pierce Morgan kind of went, was, oh, well, obviously, you're looking a lot better than Wayne Rooney. There's a lot... Yeah, he kind of pushed him into saying a lot of things. And his English is good, but there was parts where I kind of thought... Maybe got lost in translation. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's partly like he's partly knows what's going on, but maybe just some words here and there he's not quite picking up. Look, I'm still a United fan. I'm still a Ronaldo fan. I would love to see him come back. I would love to see United listen to what he's had to say. Well, he's played and his last game for United, that's for sure. I I would hope not. Well, I but wonder as well is in a way who who wants a player that's going to step out of line like that. But maybe you treat him right, he doesn't do it, because he's not done that anywhere else. He hasn't done that no. in Madrid, he hasn't done that anywhere else. And last season, could you imagine him saying that? No. This, I do believe, though, players are given too much of a platform now. I believe you should have these things in your contract, but you shouldn't have to go... I feel like the, maybe the back, team at, the back team at United are very closed off to what he has to say, perhaps. Yeah. Or maybe he feels in a position where he can't say these things. Well, I mean, he, he did say Ralph Ragnick was just some random dude. Yeah. Was, I felt that was a bit, that was a bit harsh because your man, your man like, did invent the game. Maybe he wasn't a manager as such. Look, I think maybe it's a problem in United rather than a problem with Ronaldo. So, I mean, there's a lot of players. Alexis Sanchez said beforehand, and this was a few years ago, but I remember hearing yeah. his first transition United, he wanted out. Then obviously yeah. Lukaku didn't have a good time there. Chris Smalling kind of got thrown away. He got just thrown in the dirt, really. It happens with a lot of players at United. But I feel like maybe Ronaldo hasn't been given that voice in United. He's one of the, he's probably the biggest player in the world. Definitely the biggest name in the world. Like If he can't be given a voice to speak up and speak his mind at the club, then what's going on with the rest of the team? Yeah, I mean, and there's also now there's a situation where how is this going to affect Portugal? Now, maybe it does wonders for him, takes all the pressure off the other players. It's going to be all about Ronaldo. It's looking a bit awkward in that Portugal dressing room. Um, I've seen I, a few I, I, clips. I've looking into that a lot. Bruno Fernandes giving a... Gave him a bit of a cold shoulder. Yeah. The first, cool. the first day in the camp when he's Chicks and... as well, and I suppose he's thinking, well, I wouldn't have done that. And how he's thinking, Bruno Fernandes thinks as well, how that's going to affect you like after January. Look, they have plenty of time to work it out. Let's hope they can. Let's hope Ronaldo can stay at the club. Just me speaking on a personal point of view, as as a United fan, I would love to see him stay at the club and I'd love to see him play more football and be given that voice that he needs. I think the best thing that can happen for him now is Portugal on an extended run. Yeah. So that he doesn't have to go back. Get that time away from the yeah, club. So that he doesn't have to go. Because if he goes back to everything hang now, it could all. And even perhaps build a stronger role. Who knows what. You'll have plenty of time in the camp to speak with those Portuguese teammates, like Bruno Fernandes. Like, speak to him. Give He has time to speak about it. Give point of view. Maybe Fernandes feels the same way. Maybe they go back. Come back from this international break. Speak to the management. There's going to be a lot of it in the World Cup, so maybe he explains points of it more as well. Because I've heard Slatan Ibrahimovic came out and said he wasn't wrong about the machines being the same. I That's mean, what I'm hearing, though. A lot of people are saying, yeah, it's a bit bad out from the say, but it's not wrong. And the stadium, I've heard, I've heard from some people that have been to the stadium that it's falling apart. It's, like the yeah. seats in that aren't. You would hope that. 
the biggest Premier League stadium for years until obviously the update to his top stops yeah. even still United still have the biggest stadium you would hope that a stadium of that size and of that calibre the field of the theatre of dreams you would the hope the watching end as I said <laughs> you would hope that you hear the name theatre of dreams you're expecting something extraordinary something celestial even you expect like I'd imagine not a bunch I'd of red brick I remember when I was younger walking up to the Aviva Stadium at night and with the lights on it yeah. thinking wow that's imagine. I think they seem to have renovate everything else bar the things they need to the foundations of the club foundation and maybe it's sporting directors as well maybe it's boards. maybe it's owners not being you know, like the Glazers there's plenty of owners like that I mean for them for them it's a money thing it's not actually they don't I wouldn't say they look at how many United did in the Prem and such they probably look at okay well we've made 100 million this week or however much they have made from yeah I don't think results on the field matter to them. And maybe they're not putting in money to it, but still, I feel like the money's still there. It's for other people to decide what to do with it. Yeah, I do I do agree with you there. I just do think the club is in need of a facelift. In need of a few players. Need I mean, like Pogba, Pogba forced his way out, and then you kind of... Maybe they need to build a character in the dressing room, because big egos don't seem to be working. I, and yeah, that seemed to be working. I what you're saying with they need an ego check and they need a bit of character in the room. When Ten Hag came down the season, obviously those few tough losses at the start of the season, I believe they progressed from there. A lot of character building there, coming back from those yeah, after the few shite draws. And the Brighton and Brentford, nineteen kilometers. Yeah, nineteen kilometers more. So Ten Hag put them and made them run those 19 kilometers to make it up that I believe would have advanced them but maybe there's more needs to be done I think maybe there's not enough older lads with good level heads and shoulders which Ronaldo I mean, should be Ronaldo should be but I feel like he's a starlet more so than he is a leader he's a leader by what he does on the pitch more so than in the dressing room yeah I did hear however there was when he was at Juventus and he came back into the dressing room they were losing I think 1-0, 2-0 to Napoli. He came back in and said, this is horrible. We're all playing horrible. We're all lazy. And Quadrado said, well, do it yourself then. He says, I'm not saying I've been good. I've been horrible as well. I'm saying we all need to step it up. I need to step it up. So I believe he can be that leader, but maybe his voice is just being oppressed in I mean, United. I, I always thought he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't care about United as much as people think. People think he's this United legend and that he loves United, but... I would he, he support, disagree. I'm, I'm not just saying it. He did say he wanted Arsenal to win the Premier League. He supported Arsenal. He wanted to go to Arsenal before he went to Man United. That I was his first built, trial, I yeah. he's built a very good... He had a very good time at United and obviously he's learned to love the club. But I feel like he's a Real Madrid legend more so than he is a Man United legend. Yeah, I don't think he had the same calibre of career at United as he would have at Real Madrid. And only really exploded for him once he got... Real Madrid transfer. Real Madrid were his glory days. That was his prime. He was banging Champions goals leagues, left, right, and centre. Yeah. Champions leagues, yeah. and titles that was, that in was Spain. The time when you would look at it and you would go, okay, maybe he is better than Messi. Now you look at stats, maybe you'd say Messi was better. But when he was showing up on the field, that was when the debate was really at its strongest. I think this could be a problem with both of them. They're seen as they're just there to get people into the stadium. They're not put there. To show what they can do, they're more filling into a team role. Whereas at their old clubs like Barcelona, Real Madrid, I think the they were given more freedom to play yeah, and more freedom to do. Like United, Ronaldo's on the field, rightfully so. If I was on the field, Ronaldo, I would feel the need to give him the ball. Yeah, one hundred percent. They should wait till he's in a good position for him. Instead, they're just trying to force it. That's a hundred percent agree <laughs> with you, James. The last few United games where Ronaldo's played. Ronaldo's being slated for not finishing balls or not getting on balls. They're giving him poor ball time after time, expecting him to work wonders. I don't think he has this problem when he went to City. Because they're more of a team and I feel like they pass it around more and then they... I don't see him filling that City, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah, you play the same role Haaland play, but you're still going to have in the box Cancelo's going to wipe it across to Haaland. Yeah. You're going to get those three yards. But personally, I don't see him filling in City. I don't think that... City squad right now I can't think of a single player they could put in there 
that could make that team better. a whole lot better. Like it might be a tiny it bit better. Be like before they got Haaland, obviously. I don't yeah. think he does. I don't think he fits in how Haaland does personally. Well, I don't think they. Man City have played the blinded by not getting him there. I think, I think so. I think it was the right choice by City. Um, I've heard rumours he's going to Chelsea for the name because obviously Tommy Cushion thing. Exactly. That was a lot of a but lot then, of problems. When you've got him and Aubameyang in the one dressing room, aren't going to mix because Aubameyang thinks he's a star of the show, which is short and Irish for short of the show. But Ronaldo also thinks he's well, he, he was for a long time a star of the show. Maybe rightfully so, he has more of an ego. I think. Personally, the World Cup's going to be a lot to tell about Ronaldo's talent and how Ronaldo can play when given that time to play. Well, yeah, because obviously, it's going to depend, because even in the Euros, he was a big part of that Euros. He was a massive part. Even, even in the final, he came on. I feel like that did give him a lift. Seeing him One of the top scorers in the tournament. Even standing on the sideline, you see the passion he has for the game. The passion he has for his country, for his club. I feel like he just needs to be allowed to show that at United. He's been put to the bench and left there. He's very professional as well because he seems an interview like he's been at the top for 21 years. You don't, you don't have that longevity without knowing. If you have a player that can train every day and commit himself to the game every day, even when he's not at the club, hmm. that is something to behold. Even the shape he's in. Oh my God, like. For 37-year-old. Jesus Christ. You, you wouldn't, you, I wouldn't put that as saying he's... 20, I'd say 27. You have to think that, like, when you're coming into your 30s, you're surely not going to, obviously he's you're going to want four. to keep yourself fit. He's going into his 40s. He's going into his 40s, and that shape, I want you to go down into Camros, or Mount Chat, and find a 40 year old, even in shape. Not at that shape, but in shape. God, go down and watch a bit of Junior Harlan, Mount Chat. I don't think I'd want to do that. I wouldn't put myself through that. No. So I think maybe that's all we'll say for that. We're going to get back to him because we're going to go through the Portugal squad now. We might go through a few World Cup squads. Perfect, James. Sounds good. With the World Cup coming up as well. The first one I've got is USA. It's surprising. Surprising. Let's it's, hear it. It's surprising. We've got Carter Vickers from Celtic. Sergino Dest used to play for Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, I do remember. Um, Shaq Moore is meant to be very good at fullback. I, also, I like his name. I'm just saying. That's your, like M- that's your NBA <laughs> my career player. Shaq Moore. DeAndre Yedlin. Aronson from Leeds. Tyler Adams from Leeds. Weston McKinney. Christian Pulisic. Reina. Tim Weir. Josh Sargent. I feel like they have a lot of players that we kind of put to the back of our minds I and forget about. I thought they were just Pulisic. <laughs> and then uh, for some reason like Pulisic <coughs> He's not even the best player there. I'd say McKinney's the best player in that squad. Oh, no. It's just Pulisic plays for Chelsea. Hot take, hot take alert. It's just Pulisic. Yeah, but he doesn't yeah. play anything. Star for Chelsea, if you think about it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I do think he's going to be pivotal in that, in that United yeah, States squad. The Americans, no, actually, I shouldn't call this the squad as well. I should call it the roster. The soccer roster. Go back, go back. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to start that again. Kevin Carter Vickers. <laughs> Oh God Almighty! Lord help us! It wouldn't surprise me. I think they're going to get out of the group. England, I think they will. Wales, Iran, and who's the other one? England, Wales, Iran. Oh, then obviously. I don't. <laughs> I don't believe Wales have the talent to beat them. Not that they used to. It's surprising that well, it was good for them to get there even. Yeah, it's great for them to get to World Cup. Like you couldn't put Ireland into that position. I can see them definitely getting second in the group behind England, and then yeah. If it all works out the way I think it's going to work out, that would lead them to play Netherlands, I believe. And, and then lose, crash out. If they lose to Holland, I mean, that's, that's good. That's understandable. Like, that would be expected, really. And then they've got, they've got some time to build, then, for 2026, I believe, it's going to be in America. America, Canada. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I mean, like, they must oh, be put up. Oh, it's God. getting bigger out there. It is getting bigger, but at the same time, it's a lot of... Buying in players from well, other like, countries. They're going to be so excited about it. Yeah, there but will be a lot of hype around American it. American energy, like sort of, they're all going to be like USA, cool, USA. USA. We believe that we will win. <laughs> that sort of stuff. So, You're I mean, not singing over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does be terrible sometimes. You know what? What's worse, them or the Venezuelans? No, the Americans. I can't do the American <laughs> accent. I'm sorry. So I mean. 
Yeah, I mean, if they get Septimus, Carter Vickers for Celtic, he's very good. I'm not really sure how Destin, Destin plays for AC Milan, so I think he's still... I think he's still he's going strong. He's still good strong. quality. Edlin, he used to play for Newcastle, I believe. I do think and so. And now he's playing for Inter Miami David Beckham's squad. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not a big fan okay. of the MLS, I couldn't tell you exactly. No, me neither. <laughs> I don't think anyone's a big fan of the MLS, to be but honest with you. Even Moose, he plays for Valencia, we've got lads from Norwich City. Tim, Look. what's the name? son, was it? What was his name? Whatever he was. Wales. Tim Wales. Wales. Yeah. Or George Wales, I believe. Who obviously is a legend of the game. Personally, I think I'm going to have to wait to see how they play. Because yeah. I'm, I'm not going to make any verdicts or decisions on them. I don't know them. if they have a good... Yeah, I don't know if they have a good 15. Like with Sobnap. I think they have a good 11. Because there's a few lads here from Fulham. Moosh and Gladbach as well. That's a big thing. Yeah. The Arsenal goalkeeper, Matt Turner. I don't rate him as such. I mean, a couple of games he has played, he's not great. He always looks dodgy. He, I always feel like he's just going to throw it in the back of his own net. He's going to go to throw it out and let go when he's swinging and back. fall over or something like that. So then next we've got, hang on, who to do? Germany. Now, have a look at that for that. I don't no. think it's as good as the previous German squads. Now, personally, straight off the bat, I'm starting to Stegen over Neuer. You're starting to Stegen over Neuer? I believe Neuer's gone well beyond his prime at this rate. He's still Manuel Neuer though. He's still Manuel Neuer, yes, but and he can... And what a goalie's prime as such? I'm saying where Ter Stegen is now. Maybe, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a bit like, it's a bit like um, Brazil almost. Two of the top yeah. goalkeepers in the world. But it's where you go with the older, more experienced, or the yeah, younger, younger, more energetic. And then, but apart from that, they've got in Mario Goodsell, who obviously scored a winning goal. I don't see how he's back in this team. I James. think he's back in it for a bit of experience, maybe. Now, I, maybe, I, maybe his performances have been good at his current club. But I think it's just because when you've got Musiela, he's 19. Yeah. Obviously, they've got a striker who's only 17. I will say, looking at it here on the sheet, it's... A very weak German squad. As regard now, this is just regarding Germany. Yeah, it's still, it's still like I can still see him getting quarter final. I can maybe. still see him getting quarter, maybe even semi. But looking at here, I don't see it. It's not a team that excites me. There's not any player I look at it and I think, oh yeah, they'll be good. Yeah, I mean, apart from maybe Thomas Muller's there. Gundogan. I feel now, like their face, Thomas Muller, their face the man. Is a bit washed. Thomas Muller, he could be my dad. I don't see him banging in. <laughs> I don't see him being the top he's scorer. He's one of those as well, he's surprisingly young. I swear he's only like 32. The man looks like he's <laughs> 60. Um, you go in. Levin Golski. <laughs> you go into the forwards, obviously, Leroy Sané. Leroy Sané. Uh, that's another dressing room issue, because I remember the last World Cup, or maybe it was the Euros, they didn't bring him. Yeah. Because apparently he's a bit of a prick. That I can imagine. Now maybe now he's at he's at Bayern Munich now, so maybe he's around more of them lads sort of whereas when he was at Man City, they probably couldn't stand him. The back line here, I'm just looking at it. It's a bit washed, isn't Anti- it? Antonio Rudiger. Rudiger's great. Great. Yeah, that's amazing. But who else are you putting in that back line? Because I can't say I'm gonna start any of these. Sula, it's not, he's not the player people thought he was gonna be. He's Boating? Boating's no Boating's, Boating's not there. He's not there. Boateng got arrested, so he got, he got arrested away. He's not going to be in that squad. He's playing for Prison <laughs> FC at the World Cup. Prison FC at the World Cup. Um, yeah. Then yeah. midfields, it's not great either. It's Just decent. It's very, I would say it's solid, but it's not, it, it, it wouldn't, I'm, I'm not It's not a team that's going to win. I'm not surprised that they're not the favourites. I wouldn't put them near the favourite draw. I wouldn't put them second favourite, third favourite, fourth favourite. I'd have them as maybe a dark horse which when you think of Germany as much of a dark horse as Germany can <clears throat> be yes I, when you think of Germany do you ever think of a, them being the dark horse position no, they're always I would say up there the front runners really yeah. this team I don't see them making a past quarter final I mean after that I would, I've got Portugal now you said you don't think they're favourites I think maybe I see them maybe it's all going to come down to one man CR7, but... Let's hope so. I still think the squad... The squad's <coughs> solid. I mean, Rui Patricio or Jose Sangos, two... Uh, the current world keeper and Let's the world keeper. Let's have a look. Cancelo, Ruben Diaz. 
Mendes. Dalo. Dalo, yeah. Silva from Benfica. Dalo actually got very good praise from Ronaldo in that interview. <coughs> he said, he said Dalo was his favourite player. One of the only players who works hard at the club. Which so, I, mean, I agree. I have to. I've been saying this for weeks that's gonna, since that's the first gonna episode. That's going to definitely big him up anyway. And then we've also yeah. got... Who else? Bruno, Bruno Fernandes, obviously. Bernardo Bruno Silva. Silva. Diogo Jota's gone. He's gone in Neves. Neves, yeah. All the Wolves players. Moutinho. I think... I um, think it's a very... We don't have Moutinho here. Don't know. He's not in midfield. We've Paulina, Nunes... Carvalho, ah, Nunes, yes, Nunes. Neves, Fernandez, Silva. Is he in forwards? No. No. Okay. We've Yao Felix, Ronaldo. That's a big, that's a big miss then. Maybe he's just I think he's maybe just maybe he's at the, that age now. Yeah, he, could he seems be. to be around the block for a while. He could be, but I still think I can see him getting to maybe a final. I'd love to see. I think. Yeah, I'd love to see Ronaldo Messi final. I don't think that's going to happen. It would be amazing, but I don't, I don't see it happening. I still see them. Semi-finals? I'm saying Portugal, if they crash out before semi-finals, I'll be very, very surprised. Yeah. I do I, think it's I one of the strongest. I've seen the big clubs as well, because obviously, when it's Ronaldo's last World Cup, I think that's going to fire up the lads. They're going to be like, we're going to do it yeah. for him, because he's been a big part of building that squad. Especially on that, they had a great Euros tournament. Yeah, so. I mean, they're building off of that. So, And if you flip that over, there we go, but... The France team, which are no, this one of the favourites. But I wonder about that midfield. Missing Pogba and Kante. It's very young. And I it's just wonder very young. when they come up against maybe a Belgian like Ken Bryant or the England team or Brazil, they could get run over, run around a bit in there. I do believe they're I think France are gonna go in with the one objective and the one idea for that midfield. Just get the ball up to the forwards. I, I think you're going to see Benzema drop in a bit. Maybe have them out. Griezmann is amazing think, for Cam. If you're going on I past think so. experience, maybe. I think I could see him playing. And even maybe Dembele well, back the field more. Yeah. In well, more of a midfield not role. Away from Camavinga is very good. And the other three, the Real Madrid player. Um, can you call him out for me? Sorry. We have Adrian Rabiot. We have Many. Tushimeni. Oh, I wasn't far off. Fafana, Guendouzi, yes, Vertu, uh, Kamavinga. Fafana's there as well, is it? Fafana, Fafana, yeah. So it is, it's still a very good midfield, but still, it doesn't stand okay, out to me. Okay, you can put it into most other teams. But without I just, Kante and Pogba, I just wonder, because they're big, yeah. they are a big part of that squad, especially Kante, because he runs all over. He was mental. Apart I, from that, the back line is very good. I can see Saliba standing. Yeah, Saliba. Rafael Varane. Rafael Varane. Varane's going to be back in. He will get back in, I wonder. He will get back in. Let's Kunde. hope he's back in. Even Conate. Conate, yeah. Koundé as well. Kunde. Look, they're a very strong team. I think the midfield is lacking a bit. Yeah. But even still, you do have players here in the forwards that can pull back into... I would play... I'd keep those two up the very front. You're obviously going to score lots of goals. Which yeah. means... As much as you can dominate them in midfield, going back and going forward, they're going to be good. I think Griezmann definitely go play maybe Camerol maybe back at the field more. That's assuming he's going to start, because I really... Usman Dembele maybe Dembele, back the field maybe, a bit yeah, more. Maybe a left more. mid rather than left wing. He play more of a midfielder role. He, prob- he can. Kingsley Coleman as well. Overload it. They're going to overload the midfield. It could come down to managerial then. I do think it'll be a tactician's job yeah, to just see, to see how they're going to play it. Then, obviously, Hugo, Hugo Lloris is going to be solid in the goal. Solid back there. So I think, I think you could see what you could see with France is they might necessarily have a lot of the ball, but they're going to get the ball, they're going to score. Yeah, if they can get going forward, yeah. like a man killing I mean, Mbappe on the counter attack. He ran from well, he ran from his own box near yeah. the other box, and then Art Mendy decided to kill him. But <laughs> Art Mendy decided it was a penalty and a red card rather than just a goal. Look, so I mean, as you should. And then we've also got Spain, who have Imeric Laporte, who never got a goal at France, and that was Spanish. And oh the dear. Spanish team is mm, I don't rate it. No, with God. I don't rate it at all. Goalkeepers not looking Gabby strong. Gabi De should be on that squad. Sergio Ramos should be on that squad. Thiago. Thiago's Thiago. not there. I do believe it's very, very young 
Spanish squad. They're in that point where they're building because I think Pedri and Gavi could be the next Iniesta. I think they're looking yeah. to get players. I don't think they're looking to win this World Cup. I think it's more of an experience for these players because I don't think they're going with the goal of winning the World Cup. It doesn't look like to me like a squad anywhere near what they had when they did win the World Cup. God no, no way in hell. Goalkeepers lacking. Backline seems like it could I be mean, solid. Sanchez has been very good for Brighton. And Brentford are doing side, but I still... If they if De Gea was in there over whoever the first keeper is... No, De Gea, that's who, who I was wondering if missing. If De was in there over one of them... I'd like to know. That's a very good choice if he gets injured. I just want to know, why is he not picked? Like, what were the team... Apparently, the Span- he got an email from the Spanish manager saying, thank you for all your service, and I'm so sorry to hear that you've retired. So now whether that was a passive-aggressive comment as in like, okay, it's time for you to get out of the way, or it was just a miscommunication, I'm not sure. Personally, I don't see why they wouldn't pick him in any way. Oh. I would personally be, if I was looking at those options and seeing those three keepers... It's so good for United as well, I just don't see why you'd leave him out. It's just a bit disrespectful, he's given so much... Hard. Since Iker Casillas... Left, he's been main man. Like, the looks at the back of it, I would have brought Ramos. As no, well. even, a, even if you're saying, okay, he's, he's not as good as he used to be, even bring him just so he can tell the lads, okay, this is how we're going to line up, this is what we're yeah. going to do. Look, the back line for Spain doesn't look bad. I think they could definitely put together a strong enough back line. Midfield should be good. I imagine Rodri, Gavi, Pedri. Maybe Sergio Busquets playing just in behind him. Yeah. Put forward back and then Busquets as a CDM. It'll provide a lot of protection. They have a very, have a very good manager in Unai Simon. Yeah. So and he's going to have him set up. There's still going to be a very difficult thing to beat, but it's not a winning yeah. cup side. No, I don't think so. I think it's a very young side. And then the forwards. The forwards look okay. Maybe Fernand not the Torres, strongest. Um, Fernand and Torres, still Alvaro Morata. Alvaro Morata, yeah. But still, it's not like and Sufati. It's not how many really used to think of, like, they'd have Iniesta, Xavi, Santi Gazzola would be in there, Pique Ramos at the back, Xavi, yeah, Xavi, you had Sergio Ramos at the back, yeah, it used to be, I mean, it's just nowhere near a squad, and if you flip that over, actually, you've also got the Argentina squad, which is now, strong, here we it's go, strong. I personally think, I'd be very surprised not to see them in the final, especially, Messi's last year, Messi like you said with the Ronaldo, Portugal, yeah. t- with Portugal and Ronaldo, and they won the Copa America <coughs> last time it was on. Yeah, so Di Maria, Di Maria. I don't think I'm not sure if Di Alvarez is there at the back. They've got Lisandro Martinez, the Man United. Yeah, player. my man. The midfield, there's some very underrated players that you wouldn't off, you wouldn't automatically think of. Wouldn't be the first in mind, but they're still very good. And then obviously going forward, Dybala, Messi. Angel Di, Di Maria is there. Angel Di Maria. I mean, it's, it's, they're going to be hired. Then a few, the, few Inter Milan players that have in it. And Messi can always play a cam. Yeah, I do believe he he'll be... And he doesn't necessarily need to. Whereas with Ronaldo, you need him to be the main scorer. Messi can assist and ping balls across. and pop He can dribble there. in between, he pop can, off a yeah. good pass, play in a good ball he into position. He score seven or eight goals in <laughs> the tournament to have a really good tournament. He's never like going into a tournament thinking, I want to be the top goal scorer. I say he could just as happily be the top assister in a tournament rather than the top I goal scorer. Just, just make sure they win. I think that's all he wants. It's thing. passed them by so many times. I think and this I year it'll just be a win or nothing. I can actually, I see them as a maybe for a win. For winning it. I can think it. Personally, after looking at the France squad compared to the Argentina squad, I think... They have as good a chance as any. Maybe lacking a bit in the goalkeepers. I know Martinez would be good in the goals. Martinez would be good, yeah. Whether he has that same I mean, quality. I do, I do worry about these. Obviously, you've got Sandra Martinez and you've got a few good fullbacks on your side from. I worry he's Otamendi going to start. Strong enough. Oh, God. Maybe, maybe not. Even still, I, I think. Still, I suppose he's still a top top player. I mean, he played for Man City for loads of years, but then. Look, personally, I think Martinez will be Martinez. Sorry, will be very good for them at the back. As I believe, the passion he has and the tackling that he comes with, and the aggression he comes with, will inspire those around him. 
I think he'll be enough for that entire back line because if they see the work he's putting in and the tackles he's putting in, surely that the rest of that back line is going to have to stop and think, okay, I need to hit someone now I as well. I reckon it could be an Argentina-Brazil final. Which is Brazil. Maybe. I'd love to see it, Brazil personally. Brazil is what we've got next. So oh. Brazil. Now, what I, what I worry about this squad is they haven't brought Brazil they brought Mateus. He doesn't. Bring, I did say Mateus this. Tunia, but they brought some Pedro lad from Flamengo. Kind of like, who is he? Pedro Flamengo. There's a lot yeah. of Flamengo, yeah. Flamengo Ribeiro, Everton Ribeiro. He also brought yeah. Flamengo. I'm kind of going. Who are Why? You? Why? Who yeah. are you? There's other players. Coutinho could have been brought. I think he's just a bit. He hasn't been playing a lot of football. Yeah, I kind of feel like if you're in a Brazilian squad, I should have at least heard of you. Look, at the same time, James, I hear what you're saying about Bobby Firmino, but when you look at this. Yeah, when when you look at those forwards for Brazil, it is incredible. It, it like, really is kind of who does that. When the first when the first four names you have Neymar, Vin- Vinicius Junior, Gabriel Jesus, and Anthony. Yeah, I mean that's your first four names for your forwards. It's kind of what's going on. Bobby Bobby Firmino, I just don't I don't he never fit into that Brazil squad. Yeah. He never has, and I don't think he will at any stage. I imagine, I mean, Mateus Cunha, obviously, he was very upset he didn't get started because he's, he's played for them very recently and he's, he's one of those players, stats don't do him well, so if you Google yeah. but if you watch how he plays, he's a link-up player and he's very, I think he should have been brought by the same time, it's still a tremendous squad. I mean, even the fact that you can leave them at home. Look, personally, I think Brazil, I think we'll be seeing Brazil in the final, especially when we're seeing the heat that it's, that Qatar yeah, is that the minute? They're going to be well used to it. Like goalkeepers, Alison and Arison, how do you even decide between them? It's going to be rock, paper, scissors on the day, they just see who ball. starts. <laughs> Maybe give them both a trial in the group stage and see who gets on well, better. I think the, the good thing is, what's going what's to serve them right is they win their first two games, you're thinking, okay, we've got qualifying to look after. We'll start the other three. The other three yeah, get, the get them all a run. You're not on a run. I mean, Part of, I think. Vincius Junior, I feel like he's gonna have a big, big World Cup, and I can see. Yeah, him. I can Maybe imagine. Top scorer, young player, young player. Young player of the tournament, I can imagine. Um, as regards top scorer, I don't see anyone in the team being the top scorer. They're all. But they're I can. All get a few. Yeah, I think it'll be shared about because there's enough players in here. I think Neymar is gonna want, not gonna want this one as well because it's kind of with Ronaldo and Messi sort of going out a bit. He wants to cement himself as. It's not Get him into that goal. He's still about. He's been overlooked. He's been overlooked. Even still looking at the Brazilian <laughs> backline, it's still very strong as well. Even midfield, Casemiro. Casemiro, Fred. Fred. <laughs> I mean, Bruno, Bruno Guimaraes. Fabinho. Fabinho, yes. He's strong. Look, it's a very strong Brazilian team. I'll be very surprised not to see him in the final. I mean. England. England. I think with this squad, I think he's picked a very bunch of wankers. Sorry. <laughs> bunch of wankers. I would say he's picked a squad where he doesn't want people to give out to him because he's picked James Madison, but is he really going to use James? Madison? I think he's picked the he's most guard Southgate really team. Him, right? he's, he's only brought one left back, so I don't know how that's going to work. If Luke Shaw gets injured, how are you going to play? Uh, Saka Kieran, left back? Ch- Kieran Trippier, maybe Trent. Oh, honestly. Are you going to play Saka left back? Is that what we're going to do? <laughs> Uh, honestly, I don't see this team. I mean, didn't bring Tamori either. Tamori should have been brought. He's a he's Tamori should, but he's brought Harry Maguire. It is like I said, the most Gareth Southgate team I've ever seen. I think he's brought he's brought maybe a few extra players just because the pressure onto him to bring him, and then he's still gonna he's still gonna play his team. He's got to play what he always plays, just a born standard, not going to score any yeah, goals I mean, team. You've got a star. I feel Jude Bellingham, Phil Ford, they've got a star. Obviously, Harry Kane. I don't, personally, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't see him starting Bellingham. He's going to start Money Mount. Yeah, Money Mount, and I don't think he'll start Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish, I can see why you wouldn't start Jack I can see why you bring Jack Grealish as well. I would think Jack Grealish should be definitely but playing. I can also see why he's kind of bringing the same lads because you've got sort of they got to the Euro final last time there's probably still good vibes in that camp as such. Yeah. Because I mean from what clips I've seen they seem to have great crack. If not else. 
Look, it's a it's bunch of young football. lads, yeah. bunch of young English lads, like, throw into the Because why not? Like, he doesn't play for City regularly, but you know, we'll tr- we'll bring him along anyway, just because. He's not going to play Trent. He won't play Trent. No, 100% he won't. Trent. He I can like, tell you now. Briefly into that, and they haven't named him, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that means he can't get back into it later on. No, I don't think they can. <coughs> Obviously, the players haven't. James really Madison. Should be going on, um, route now. I can actually see Ben White playing a bit. Maybe. I mean, because he can, he's a very versatile player. He can draw me in centre back. He can draw me in. He's been right back. Oh, God. I'm just sorry. Just looking at this sheet here they've given me, and I, you've highlighted Harry Maguire, and it's genuinely upsetting me here, James. I highlighted him because it's a disgrace that he's been brought. Over to Mori, is that? <laughs> Over to Mori. Oh, Gareth Southgate, you've really, you've really like done yourself in here, and the World Cup hasn't even started. Harry Maguire is like, I wouldn't say he's a pivotal part to like the enjoyment that maybe Declan Rice, Mason Mount would have. They'd have that sort of. Maybe thing. they're bringing Harry Maguire to play him at a cam role. <laughs> play, him. <laughs> play him. I only played Toronto for United a few weeks ago. You never said that. Put him in with balls and him. Look. We'll see how they... I don't want to comment on English yet. I mean, the first game is Monday against Iran. I think the group... The group could not be given an easier group to get through. But I wouldn't... At the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if it became a problem. It'll be... Yeah. Because USA will be well up for it. Wales will be well up for it. Iran, I don't know. Iran, maybe they'll be well up for it. I'm not really sure. There's a stigma, though, of England versus Wales. Wales never come over them. Maybe America, it's the signal. America, the another team that's going to be. And I'm just actually on that. America, Iran, what an explosive game that's going to be. Oh my god, I can't. Oh, James! <laughs> it took me a second to get it. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I can imagine there's going to be a lot of um, scraps at the English Welsh match. There's going to be there's going to be a lot of. It's going to be a hard tackling match. While Iran and America are playing. The depth in that is going to be. The depth on that England team is going to be difficult then. Because if he has yeah. to play the players that he doesn't usually play, there's not going to be a different system to fit in the James Madison. He won't change his system. 100% he won't. He'll stick to that five at the back, pull everyone and right back. I think quality is going to get them through a lot, though. Because obviously, yeah. Ford and Harry Kane, Sterling to a certain degree, Saka, at the back, John Stones. I mean, he goes, it's going to be Nick Pope, I'm going to say. Aaron Ramsdale, maybe? Could, no, Pickford. John Pickford. He's saying John Pickford, Pickford, but I. I'd, I'd go Pope or... Personally, if I'm picking it, i maybe go either Nick Pope or Aaron Ramsey. I'm not picking Pickford. You're not picking Pickford? If, I'm, if it's me choosing it, I'm going one of those two. I think he might still be the number one, but Everton haven't been good. So it's hard then to say that he's been good. Yeah. So maybe he is still, maybe there is still a keeper in it. Same keeper was okay. in Everton, but going relatively okay. But then you would think he would have got a, a big move if he was that good. Yeah. I think we'll have to see on Monday how they get on. Cause Monday, Monday I'm looking forward to it. Right now, looking at it, I don't know. I just don't know, James. And then quickly, our last World Cup team is actually the Belgian squad, which, apart from their defence is washed. Any surprises in it? Mm, not that I could quickly pick out. Obviously, Tiemens, De Bruyne, Fitzel. It'll be a strong midfield as always, but and then the back line's washed. Toby Alvarez and Jan Vertonghen. I don't see a good centre back. Jan Vertonghen. Mm. He's still alive. Four years ago, that was like the Twin Towers playing on the back line. Oh, honestly. There was when they had company as well. It was company Alvarez and Vertonghen. It was like, what's going? And you know what, James? They'll still end up starting both of them. They will end up starting both of them because there's not the another centre back there. The only thing I'm going to be honest with you, I'm looking at this. And this hasn't, like, this squad hasn't really changed since the yeah, last I World Cup. Thought, I thought last <coughs> World Cup, if they were going to win a World Cup, that was the time. Yeah, I don't think they're a squad that can win a World maybe, Cup. I mean, Tillemans, Tillemans hasn't, he's still a very good player, but he's not become the player people thought he was going to be. No, but that's been going on since 2016, yeah, I mean, to be honest. Yeah, I think you saw him again, like, 95. Yeah. Um, Thibaut Courtois, obviously going to keep the ship afloat. That... Backline is really, really upsetting me. I can see De Bruyne having a big De Bruyne tournament. is going to have a massive tournament. Michi Bashaway, he's been good. I still think Tielemans is in very good form, yeah, with, very even good. for Le- Leicester. Bashaway's still there as well, he's, he's quite decent. I mean, yeah. Lukaku's there. 
Lukaku, I mean, since he went back to Chelsea, it hasn't really clicked for him. Yeah. Um, He's a man lacking a bit of confidence. Now, maybe this will give him the confidence, but I'm not really sure what I think about that Belgian squad. Sorry to our Belgian listeners. Oh, no. We have those now. We have those, yeah. Um, Lukaku, yeah. Bashoi, Jesus, he's still alive. Oh my! It's a very—I don't think it's a very strong forward line. Like I know, obviously, Kevin De Bruyne has got to do everything he can to get goals for the team and he's assist people. He's gonna have to do a lot, more, which means maybe his output is gonna be as high because he's gonna work back as well. Yeah, maybe if Ian Hazard can stay fit and stay healthy throughout the tournament, there might be a bit more hope, but. How long can he stay fit for is the question. How long can he stay fit for as well? I mean, apart from that, just on the World Cup, do you hear of banned the beer? I have. I was discussing this today with my dad. I mean, they've banned, they've banned it, but then it's a but bit... But at the same thing, time... They haven't banned it all of the, co- the corporate places are allowed alcohol. Yeah. Which means it's it was, not a um, religious decision as such. It was going to be... And it looks like if there's still is in the corporate, it was going to be like £25 a pint. I think something said 86. Maybe that was. Yeah, right. I don't know who's done that, Matt, but. It was like 86. And I, I actually had an issue that was to make sure people didn't drink. Yeah. And apparently, there's been, there's been a lot of controversies around. I kind of think. If you're, going, if you're going to protest, you were going to protest it four years ago. It's been decided for the last eight years. But no, but I know about Qatar, the World Cup being in Qatar. Oh, the alcohol. The alcoholic. Yeah, like. Yeah. We're kind of hearing things about it. I'm not. I'm not really sure how it's going to go as such because they've got they hired fake fans. Yeah, so I now don't. Now they're not getting the daily allowance. I think that definitely this World Cup, outside of the games and outside stadiums, could be a disaster. Could be a disaster. Well, I, I I'm not sure. I wouldn't. There's definitely a lot of controversy. Even if I got very good tickets to it, I wouldn't go. I don't think I'd want to go, James. It's too hot. It's too hot, and as well, you'd be very like if you were even if, if it was in England. Now I know obviously the one in England didn't go very well. Yeah. But you still you would feel a certain amount of safety in getting there. Yeah. And going around like you could go a few days before, you could walk around. Even Whereas so, if you went to Qatar, you'd be stuck in. You'd have to be stuck in an air-conditioned room. You'd have to be stuck in an air-conditioned room, dude. Even there's videos of the English team on the pitch, okay, and they're coming off to get their water break. They stand in front of what appears to be, like, an ice blaster. It blows cold air at you. and But they can only stand in front of it for a few seconds because it's that cold just to cool them off. Yeah, and then they've got to go straight back into straight it. Straight back into it. Like, how... You could, could be seeing a lot of injuries as well because of the heat and with... And love heat exhaustion. It's just. This makes me more worried for Christian Eriksen. It he had does. Heart in the I li- as we were saying, I did think about it. Yeah. How is he going to cope with the heat? How he's are a lot of players? I can see. Play, obviously, and then but then other players can have under like. That's what I'm thinking. Like it's going to. Be, I don't see this World Cup being a success. All in all. Maybe well, we could be a bit of a shambles, to be honest with you. But then all you thought about Russia four years ago. It was a very good World Cup. It was very good. But let's think back to Brazil. There were struggles enough with the heat then in Brazil. This is Qatar, where it's even hotter. Well, Brazil actually, the World Cup went relatively well. That was my favourite World Cup to watch. Afterwards, what I've heard is that the stadium got taken over by gangs then. Yeah. And they kind of haven't been kept up to date as such. So, as much as that probably was good for the Brazilian economy... It hasn't been a success in the larger part. But yeah. I'm thinking more so from a player's point of view. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of struggles. There could be heat stroke. There's going to be a lot of players getting a you're lot of bother. You're definitely going to need your five substitutions. Yeah. yeah, and you're going to need a great medical team on hand. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I don't see this World Cup being a success all in all. From a player's point of view and from fans' points of view. I don't think it'll go well, but look, I'm op- I'm very open to being proved wrong. I'm very open say. to seeing, I hope it does. I hope I'm wrong in that, it's just it's totally, maybe Qatar don't beat Ecuador tomorrow. Fingers, <laughs> Fingers crossed. crossed. Fingers crossed. 
well, I was thinking, if Qatar were going to bribe their way through it, it would, wouldn't work once you got to, like, oh, Qatar are playing It wouldn't France. work if they got past the group stage, Jim. Eventually, they'd be, even once they played, I think Netherlands are in their group. I don't um, see Van Dyke being like, yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I can't even name a Qatarian player. Apparently, they've stopped, oh, they stopped playing their league lead up to the World Cup so they can all train and get ready for it. But, and they, they drew to Florentina a few weeks ago. I don't know... The Qatar national yeah, team? The Qatar national team. Now, I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign, but I they did draw to Florentina. I don't think that's a very good sign, James. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, I heard they were after beating like, Man City 4-0. I'd be like, okay. Who's paid like, off Erling Haaland? Who paid off Haaland? But, like... Was De Bruyne, like, away? De Bruyne was... <laughs> Was the brother forgot to was insane and had it at 6 o'clock in the morning. Was Ederson like at home or? <laughs> they didn't tell it. <laughs> they showed up, they went to the Man City. They went to the Etihad, there was no players there. They played the under 11 and they won 5 0. <laughs> now I've got to tell you, the Man City under 11s, they're very good. They're pretty average. No, I've, um, I know someone who their nephew was in the Man, Man City. City under he was for a while and it's a very good squad. No. Any big I send them to the World Cup. Big shout out to the Man City under 11s, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then now, I mean, enough of that, enough of that serious stuff. Now it's time to decide who is the ultimate athlete, okay? Oh no. Hold on. This week, James, we have a change for you. We have a change. We have a change. We're not so doing the ultimate athlete. We're not doing the ultimate athlete this week. No, this week, James. So for the last couple of weeks, you've been putting all of us to the test, like the likes of me and Evan. You've been giving us quizzes. Today, James, we're going to quiz your yeah, knowledge. people are going to know who the best goal character is in the Premier League if we don't do the ultimate athlete. Maybe we'll go back to it after. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see just how much you struggle. <laughs> but today, James, we're going to see, are you the ultimate quiz Premier League quiz okay. master? We're going to quiz the quiz master. Now, I will say, now, David yeah. wasn't very happy with the quiz I gave Darren last week. And I must say, the reason... The reason that I took out one of the players and I swapped around to Ben Foster is because looking at Dara in that moment, I wasn't sure if he knew who Malinkovic Savage was. I was not sure. <laughs> and then I didn't want to... It wasn't me cursing the quiz. And as well, Wolves questions are obviously going to be harder. I would like to say, Evan, if you want an easier quiz, don't support such a shit team. Oh, okay. So now, what quiz have I got today? Now, James, today we are going to be quizzing the quiz master on... Premier League stadiums. Premier League stadium, okay. And so, I'm not sure my Premier League stadium knowledge would be. And I have ten questions here, James. Okay, if you get all ten right, I'll give you a tenner. Give you a tenner, okay. So just tenor because I don't see you getting all ten right, but I'm very open to be proved wrong. We're going to start out, maybe a bit easier. Which is bigger? Okay, so first few questions are going to be which is, is bigger? Capacity or capacity, capacity, not not area. So capacity, which is bigger, Old Trafford or the Emirates? Oh, oh, I'm gonna say Old Trafford. Correct. Yes. First oh. one. So you're one. You've one up. Okay. Number two, Emirates yeah. or Spurs Stadium? Oh, the new one. The new one. I'm gonna have to go. I have this on current capacity. I want. I want to say. I want to say they're after building the new Spurs Stadium, so I would think they would have made capacity. I think that's about eight thousand. I'm gonna go for the Spurs Stadium. You would be correct. Okay. Two from two. Spurs. Yeah. The four. The sorry. The third one. Now this one I feel could trip you a bit. The Etihad or Anfield. The Etihad or Anfield. Oh, that's a field trick one. Anfield's probably more. Anfield's probably gets more gets more fans in, of course. But pure capacity wise, the money that was put into the Etihad, I'm going to say the Etihad. Correct. Correct. Oh, John, cool. by how many, James? I wouldn't say as much in it. Six seats. Six seats. Jeez. The Etihad is bigger than Anfield by six seats. An extra six people that can't go to the city, man. So, the Etihad, <laughs> the Etihad has 53,400 seats. Anfield has 53,394. Jeez. So, so... My logic really didn't work that way, because that was Maybe just... not. <laughs> so, uh, so you've three from three, James. 
doing well so far. How do you feel you're doing? I feel, I feel like maybe I could do this. I could do this. Okay. Now, this is where it gets a bit trickier again. St. Mary's, Southampton. Or Leicester's King Power Stadium. Oh, Southampton have been in the Prem for longer. Um, I don't think St. Mary's is that big. I might go King Power Stadium. Final answer? Yeah. You're wrong. Oh. St. Mary's Stadium. Hold on, I'll get you the stats here. By a hundred and twenty-two seats. One hundred and twenty-two seats. Okay. Now it wasn't a bad guess from you, James, but like it's not close. very much in it. Very close. No, I could understand your reasoning. I would have thought there'd been more in it. So, James, three from four. Going into the next question. Villa Stadium or Stamford Bridge? Oh, I mean. I think the obvious one is the safe after a bridge, but I'm kind of thinking, could you be fooling me by putting in Villa? Oh, is Villa Park. I'm going to have to go Stamford Bridge. Incorrect. What? Villa Park. Hold on, I have the stat here for you, James. Um, Villa Park is bigger than Stamford Bridge. Villa Park is actually bigger than Stamford Bridge by 2,300 seats. Jesus, Villa Park. God, James, you're letting us slip now. Sleep. Well, what did you got eight? You got eight and a half. Eight. Everyone got seven and a half. So I got three and two questions. I'm gonna get them all right now. It'll be eleven. Now, James, this one could hurt someone if you don't get it right. Okay. Which one's bigger, Brighton or Wolves? Ooh. Brighton or Wolves? Oh, I did. We did actually say on how much there were in the World Stadium on the bucket. Thirty-two thousand, I believe. Then the incorrect. Thirty-five thousand, you know. It is close. It is close. You are very close. Closest to five thousand million. I think I gave him. I said forty thousand. I left it at thirty-five thousand. Um. Oh, Brighton or Wolves? Wolves have more history. Then the Amex. Is it the Amex the Wolves Stadium? The American Express. Yeah. The Amex. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Wolves. Incorrect. Of course it's the right thing. By 30 seats. 30 seats. There's no logic to this if it's that close. <laughs> yeah, I d- look James, I'm quizzing the quiz master. Okay. It was time to put you in your place. Okay, okay, next question. Who has the smallest Premier League stadium? Well, currently. Currently. Bournemouth. Final answer? Oh, hang on. No, wait. Let me, let me think about this. Okay. So, who, who is in the Prem at the minute? I would have thought... Bournemouth in the Prem at the minute? They're in the Prem at the minute. We slagged them off on this podcast. We have. We have. Uh, hold on. I want to find them okay. on this list. So, Bournemouth. Who's got the smallest... Nottingham Forest, actually. It's got one of the teams that just came up. Forest or Fulham? I'm going to say Forest. Incorrect. Is it it's Fulham. Fulham with oh, a Craven Cottage. Said I know, I heard you say it and I thought, oh please, please say it. Nottingham Forest actually have the third smallest. What is Bournemouth on that list? I'm trying to find them here, I'm struggling. Is this an updated list? It should be. It is. Because Forrester in it. Forrester, okay. Um, Maybe they've updated last time they were in the Prem, I remember they were the smallest stadium. Yeah, um, okay. I'll go to maybe a bit of it. Alright, here's the question for you. Which is the bigger stadium, Forest or Palace? Oh, you said Forest is the third smallest. So is it Fulham Palace? No. I remember from seeing Palace matches. Always, I'm going to have to say Palace. No, I'm going to go Forest. No, I'm singing Palace. I can't change, basically. I'm singing Palace. It's Palace. Yes. You are correct, James. Oh. Two seconds. I just want to... Give me two seconds. I just want to find this page here that I was using earlier. Just, there, just yeah. to check. No, I just want to check. Look up how much you're in the Bournemouth Stadium. Hold on. Prem League. I want to say. I want to say. Stadium. I feel like you're camping more than like 19,000 Because I don't want to do dirty if I'm wrong. Is there 19,000 in the Bournemouth Stadium? 
Hold capacity. on. I'm going now. I'm going as quick as I can here. See, this is where we need a research team. So we do need a research team. But you're in charge of hiring and firing, yeah, James, and you already yeah. fired Evan. Oh, James, I do apologise. You got the question correct. Ah. Bournemouth have the smallest <laughs> Premier League stadium, followed by Brentford. What did you do? You cut them out with a screenshot. Yes, by accident. Ah. Right, so. You're actually correct. We're, so you're on four. On four. How many questions are there? Seven, is it? This question. Um, this will be question nine. Nine, okay. Now, James, who has the oldest Premier League stadium? Oldest as in it hasn't been updated. The oldest as in dating back. Oh. First built. So, the Emirates was changed. It used to be Highbury. Oh, Anfield. Anfield's probably been a while around. So has I can't I don't think the ATF's been around okay. a while. Um, if if I feel you're struggling. Oh, actually, I, if I, I feel believe, you're struggling. I remember hearing when Man United were playing Fulham, Craven Cottage Stand has been there a while. I'm gonna say Fulham. Incorrect. What is it? Stanford Bridge. Oh, because what I heard was that the was that that was the first stand where Gary Neville heard it. Neville from there for England, so can I? <laughs> oh Jesus! So oh. that's why I thought it was a relatively old. It's not been updated in a while. So I knew I, I always thought it wouldn't have been Chelsea because I would have thought Roman Abramovich would have updated it. Yeah, maybe. Right. Well, obviously, I've, it's the same stadium, and he's just there's a new one. I've won last one for you, James. Huh. And you're on four out of nine here. Not I'm hoping really you're failing. Leavens are in Premier League stadiums, James. Okay. You have one question to bring yourself to a pass. Who has the bigger stadium? Everton or Leeds? Goodson oh. Park or Elland Road? Oh, oh. Goodson Park, very iconic. Elland Road. I want to say it's relatively new. Hang on, I'm trying to picture it in my head, but then... Does anyone know what Goodson Park looks like? Not me. Um, but we're all my gut feeling. My gut feeling is telling me that it is Everton. Correct. Yes. James has passed. Yes. He's got a pass. Oh, it was a struggle, James, when he got there. Well, I think yeah. that was a relatively good quiz. Look, it was time to quiz the quiz master. I had to give you something tough. I mean, fair enough. I would have thought an Arsenal quiz, but okay. No, no, you know Arsenal. Okay. You know Arsenal all too well. <laughs> I know. And I had about 20 minutes to prepare this quiz. <laughs> so we've got one more thing to get on to. We'll just go quickly onto the Prem before we wrap up. Of course. So, I mean, Arsenal fight with Claire, obviously. It's going to be, it's going to be yeah. tough after the break. I think after the break they might need to sign a few players, depending on injuries and that. So maybe. A couple of fresh legs. Mm, a couple of fresh legs. Maybe just, I mean, City are obviously going to sign. I mean, I also want to say... A lot of players are doing a lot better than you would think, but just because of Haaland's got 18 goals. That is very now, true. Kane's got 12. That's very good out of four. That's very good. Tony has 10. Mitrovic has 9. Rodrigo has 8. It's all down there. Phil Foden still. Phil Foden's got 7. 7. There's a lot of players still up very high. I mean, Chelsea and Liverpool need this break. Especially Chelsea. I Paul, do agree. Paul needs to get his stay in games. He needs to kick his ass and his team into gear. And he said, the problem is, and as well, if I'm going to be going to the World Cup, probably there'll be a few key players not going. I do believe there's a lot of, it'd be quite a bit of that Arsenal team be staying at home. Um, I think 13, I want to say, are going. 13 are going. 13 are going yeah. Okay. That's not necessarily 13. I think it's 9, no, 10 are going. Sorry. I do believe. 9 starting players and then Matt Turner's going. This could be a great chance for the smaller teams in the Premier League to to train get better to improve over these next couple Aiden of weeks. Was telling me that Crystal Palace, and I've heard from other sources, of course, because I do research, right? Crystal Palace and Wolves and a few other squads are going to. I want to say Dubai. Oh. They're going to do a training camp. So instead of having to fly everyone back to England, they're just going to fly yeah. people to Dubai, and they're going to play like friendlies for themselves. That would be very good. It's a very good idea. Well, I don't think the bigger squads wouldn't be able to do that because. So they're losing players. out on so many players. Yeah. But then, if you want to bring your development teams, really? Maybe. I mean, it's, it is a good time. I mean, it's actually weird having a break at this time for the players. 
aren't In the middle of the winter, really. And it's, I imagine it could actually be harder on the players that aren't going than the players that are going. I think it'll be very hard on the players that are going. You're I've heard City are going to give them a break as soon as they get back. So depending on when players get knocked out. So if you get to the World Cup final, which is the 18th of December, yeah. you're not going to be back for the 26th of December. No. So it really does depend. Maybe the final, because if England get to the final, well, the Premier is going to be a lot gone. Yeah. I think it's going to be very tough on players that are going. Yeah. Just because you're not going to get that break. Like, for your own mental state, and you have such a long international break, how are they going to adapt to coming back into club football? Yeah, it's At least when the World Cup is during the summer, you come back and you have a few weeks, you go into pre-season. This is you come back and you're going straight back into the Premier League or going straight back into what your respective league. I think you're going to get two weeks off as soon as you get knocked out. And then you're going to go back training. So, I mean, Even still two weeks isn't yeah, really not, enough. It's not a lot really. But then you're going to keep fitness aren't you? Because if you have an extended run the Yeah. There's no, there's no real downtime. There's no mental break for them. And as well maybe for a few of the Brazilians. I would be thinking if Gabriel Jesus. If they go far and Jesus is necessarily playing. That could be a form problem then as well. Yeah, there's a lot of the bench warmers and subs are going to have a tough time, that especially. Big clubs that are going to be coming back yeah. as well. God. And I mean, I think everyone needs to get together and they need to make sure Newcastle don't get top four. Because if they get top four, I'm not saying they don't like Newcastle, but if they get top four, they it's can have whoever they want next summer. The Chelsea, the Champions League with Newcastle. They can have whoever they want. How, how are they going to do that? No, I don't know. They signed very under the radar talents as well. Like Trippier, Wilson, Almiron. I know obviously they've made big signings. Ben Mee. No, Ben Mee's at Brentford. Lewis, no, Thompson, Brian. I'm going to not going to say that, okay? <laughs> but you get me. <laughs> Bruno Kieran Trippier, even. Joe Linton got in centre mid. Look, it's. Very good. They have been very good at signing talents that other people wouldn't go for. Very, considering the amount of money they can spend. Well, but then they have their spending hard. limits and, and it would be hard to spend money when you're not in Champions League and when you're constantly being monitored and like financial fair play yeah that's the thing they're constantly being monitored which then you don't know that information of who they're trying to sign could be being passed on to mm-hmm. other big clubs saying oh look Newcastle well, want I them why don't get them what I'm going to say is January's not going to be a problem for them, so I can't see them keeping that for I do see him keeping top four yeah, maybe till the end of the season. To get someone who's from a smaller coordination. To get somebody yeah. like Dormant. Maybe like, remember Renato Sanchez. I know he didn't turn out as good, but after the World Cup, he was a want prospect. Yeah, good. I mean, Look, so, time will tell. Is there anything else you want to add, Dara? I think that'll be. I think that's all for this week, James. That's all for this week. So, I must add, please follow up with your podcast. We will be Spotify. posting more on the TikTok, TikTok on the Instagram. Make sure to follow all our socials. Give us a five star rating on Spotify. It really does help out or on Google Podcasts, whichever. And um, make yeah. sure to recommend to your friends. So that'll be all. Good luck. Wrong button. My bad. This now is fine. Good luck.